I'm your host, Demo. My co-host is Joe Taylor. This is episode 78. Wow. Welcome back, man. We're I, back. We're back. We've missed the audience. We've missed, uh, you know, Demo, but whatever. <laughs> it's good to be back either way. I need WD-40. I'm so rusty. Yeah. I, I, I don't so. know what I'm doing. I got to be honest with you. It's like we're starting from scratch here. I think it's like riding a unicycle. You never learn in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. I don't even know where to begin. Like we review shows on this thing. Is that what we do? Right? I, I guess, but it's been at least four months since we put one out. Look, this is January of 2022. Our last one came out in August of 2021. Really? So is that four months, five months? I'm not going to think that through. It's too much math. Yeah, it is. And no one cares. But they're we're just not ha- you're happy. They're happy we're back, Joe. I think they are. And uh, we're not going to go back and review stuff from September because who cares at this point? People have already seen Yellowstone. We're not going to talk about that. Have you that. seen Squid Game? Subtitled. So what do you think if I've seen it or not? Oh, my God. Are we still going to deal with that? Yeah. Are we still going to live in the world of you not being able to read? How can you read and watch a show at the same time? Besides Parasite, which I loved. But you couldn't do Squid Game, but you could do Parasite. Well, I thought Squid Game was mean. And, and violent, and I didn't like it. Oh, so you watched some of it? Yeah. How far along did you get? Like one episode. Okay. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was like this incredible thing everybody had to see. I watched it because everybody watched it, right? Right. But do I think it was like, you know, amazing or groundbreaking or anything? No. I think, just side note, the biggest hero of that show was the battery on the cop's cell phone. You probably didn't get that far, did no. you? Anyway, that this cop, he gets in there and he's like, he's like undercover, you know, keeping a low profile and he's like, has his cell phone and the, this battery never dies, never dies. Okay. Anyway, look, you've all seen Squid Game. Who cares? Cobra Kai season four. Yeah. If you've watched three, watch, you know, if you watch one through three, watch four, who cares? We've already reviewed it twice, I think. Right. But I will say this though, season four, pretty great. Better than season three. Yeah, I'll right? agree with you there. Okay, cool, cool. I watched a whole bunch of other stuff, but I'm not going to get into it. I am going to do one thing, though, because we didn't get to do our binges and purges. I am going to say what I thought was the biggest purge last year. Okay, what okay? is it? All right, it was a show on FX Hulu, right? So it wasn't on FX but it was an FX show, but it was on Hulu. It's one of these weird, I don't know what it is, but it's it didn't, not. It didn't air on TV. It did first. not air on television. Okay. You had to watch it on Hulu. Okay. Okay. It is Why the Last Man. Did you hear anything about this? I think I saw it on the screen, but I, no, I'm already not interested. I did all 10 episodes. It got canceled. The letter Y, by the way. By the way. Yes. Yeah. The letter Y. It got canceled with three episodes left to air. Good. Okay. And, on and streaming, I, <laughs> where they're not even selling commercials. And they, I read online this whole excuse like, oh, well, there were budgetary issues and COVID and the, the contracts with the actors. I go, no, 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 no. You watch this show, FX, 
and Hulu, and you knew it sucked, right? right? And then you go on Twitter, and it's like, well, the comic book that it's based on is so much better. And I'm like, I don't have time to read a comic book. I'm reviewing yeah. this stupid show. Right. No, why? I I'm sorry, just saying, why The Last Man, Biggest Purge of 2021? Okay, well, there you go. You the have to have something you thought totally sucked. No? Yeah, I do. Okay. It's a group of things. Oh, good. It's every stand-up comedy special, including Chappelle's Barely. And not because I thought it was controversial. I was just like, I haven't seen a good comedy special for a year and a half. I watched Gaffigan's. I watched all kinds of stuff. Mm -mm. Not one that I would recommend to other people. Gaffigan's sucked. I thought every stand-up special that came out since Nate Bargatze has been garbage. Really? Yeah. I haven't watched a single one except uh, Chappelle's The Closer. Right, because everyone was talking about it. Everyone was it. talking about it, so I watched it and I was like, "Eh." My my biggest problem with the closer, and we're not going to get into all the controversy. My biggest problem was it was all about him. It wasn't really about the world anymore. You know what I mean? It's right. like, oh, the problems I have to deal with and everything I've gone through, and I'm like, go back to talking about everything else he used to talk about that was relatable. Right. He's the man on the mountaintop up in the castle that no one can tell no to or yes to anymore. You know what I mean? Well, that's why you shouldn't do five specials in 12 months. And also, I watched Louis, his new one, called Sorry. I love Louis C.K. It was like it was like someone doing an impression of Louis C.K. It was like nothing original, nothing I can even remember, like my favorite joke from it. It was just the same, you know. It was fine. They, they were all fine. Gaffigan was fine. All of them. But it's like I cannot with a straight face recommend a comedy special that's come out since we last talked. I can't believe that. I mean, I can believe it. Yeah. But I mean, coming from you, I can't believe it. No, I've watched all of them. I was hoping for Nanette, too. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole list of other stuff that I watched, but I'm really not going to get into it because I'm saving a lot of stuff for actual reviews. OK. I did watch a uh, season two of The Witcher. In two days, I plowed through that. I know uh, you don't watch that. Go outside for a no, bit. no, no. You're not going outside anymore, Joe. You're staying here and you're listening to stuff. I'll just say this: Witcher people, season two, a lot easier to follow than season one. It was a better, more streamlined season. I enjoyed it. Me and my girlfriend though had to watch three season one recaps to remember everything. How long was it in between? It was uh, what over a year. In between, and we're like, we had no clue. Like, we watched the recaps, and we're like, is, did we even watch this show? There was so much stuff, and names, and crazy places, and ugh. anyway, season two, a lot more enjoyable. And that's on Netflix right now. It came out uh, about a month ago. Great. Yeah, I know you're excited for it. Are, so, <laughs> are you excited over anything, Joe? Yeah, so I am actually, and okay. it's, and I know what you're going to say, which is this was a TV show. We don't review network TV shows. But I've got you on a technicality. Peacock yes. has released the Office super fan episodes, whereas, uh, you know, the Office is like, I don't know, 23 minutes an episode on TV. Yeah, standard half hour right. sitcom. These are like 48 minutes. So if you like The Office and if you're like me, you watched it every episode, working from home, always on in the background, there's stuff in the new ones that you haven't seen. Not saying that the cut scenes are great, but it is interesting to see what they cut as a, and I'm using air quotes, comedy writer. They let Steve Carell just go and Dwight and um, not so much the rest of them, but there's a lot of improv, a lot of extra stuff. 
you know, it's worth it's How worth many checking. episodes. Seasons one through four are out, but they're all. I'm not kidding you. They're like 40 minutes long of every episode. Yes. Wow. So it's like, how much did they shoot that there had to have been stuff that was still cut? Sure. Filmed right down the street from here, by the way. Yeah, I know. Um, So that's good. And it's on Peacock. And so technically it's only available on streaming, but that's cool. I'm good with that. Well, it's hard to tell now. Loopholes, man. Loopholes. It's hard to tell now because stuff comes out. We've talked about this before, but stuff comes out in the theater and streaming the same day or theater and then streaming three weeks later. And then some of the theaters are closed anyway or have gone, you know, whatever. It's confusing time to be doing a streaming only review show. Yeah, it's madness out there. Yeah. I know. Oh, before I forget, just the facts. Are you still with us? No. I'll take that as a yes. All right, let's review something. Let's get going. That's why we're here. Okay, so speaking of something that came out in the theaters, I think in December, I think they four-walled it so it would be eligible for an Oscar, meaning they put it out themselves. Then it came out on streaming, oh, was it last Friday or something? The Tender Bar. Tender Bar. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about this for two reasons. Okay. Number one, I wanted you. <laughs> I wanted to hear you say Ben Affleck. Oh, it cracks I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay. Second of all, I think the last movie of his that I watched was The Way Back. Uh-huh, which which is, you really liked. Yeah. So I was like, well, a tender bar kind of looks like uh, something similar, and it's based on a memoir. Like, it has all the makings of something that I would like a lot, a lot of people would like, and didn't get a lot of advertising. It's one of the reasons we do this whole thing is to tell people about stuff that maybe they didn't hear about, right? I think everyone's heard of the tender bar, though. No? Well, in L.A., yeah. But, I mean, you know. So the tender bar is on Amazon. And it's, you know, it's a movie. It's an hour and 50 minutes or it's something. It's one hour and 46 minutes, oh, Joe. Oh, I was way off. Uh, but either way, I watched it twice mm-hmm. because the first time I was like, man, I really thought I was going to like this. Maybe I was not paying attention or something. And I watched it twice. And the second time I was like, this is not good. I don't know if it's the source material or what, but it's like if you just pick someone off the street and made a movie about their life, it'd be sort of interesting. And that's what this was. It was like a kid with an absentee dad and he wants to be a writer and the uncle, it was all about the uncle who was, what was his name? What was the actor's name? Ben Affleck. There you go. Did I say it right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I learned. Yeah. Uh, he's the uncle and uh, you know, I'm a cool uncle myself. And How are you? Yeah. Not um, a creepy uncle? No, I don't think so. And so it was mostly about him, but it was, the story was supposed to be about the kid. It's like, I don't know what happened when they were developing this or if too many people got their hands on it or if the director wasn't good. George Clooney. Yeah. Well, George Clooney is a good director. He can be. I remember you hating his series on Hulu. Oh, I hated that. The catch 22. Right. So, but good night and good luck. That's a great movie. That's from way back, but Mm -hmm. he did make that. Anyway, if you're thinking of watching the tender bar, it's decent. But my recommendation is if you haven't seen The Way Back, which is not in our purview. I mean, it is on streaming now, but The Way Back is way better. It's a completely different movie because time out. I saw this movie. Okay, well, what? Okay, then there you go. What did you think? I thought it was better than you say it is. I thought it was more entertaining. I do agree. It's really not much in the way of heft. It's pretty much, hey, this kid wants to be a writer 
and he's got a fun uncle. The end. <laughs> right. It could have been a I'm, short film. I mean, that's basically it. I think this movie works on the performances, especially the little kid version. Sure. Played by uh, Daniel Ranieri. And you know where he comes from, right? No. He had a video that went viral and it went on Jimmy Kimmel where he's dropping the F-bomb. He's all like, you know, Brooklyn sounding. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you effing this and effing that. Come on. Right. You mm-hmm. ever see this? No. Here it is. Warning. F-bombs ahead. We could sit outside on the porch. The lockdown is when you stay the fuck inside, not the fuck outside. So you plan on staying in the house till, like, June? Do you, do you hear the news? A lockdown is not when you stay the fuck outside. Not the fuck going out to parties in the casino. Anyway, it was on Jimmy Kimmel... Clooney saw it and he goes, I want to have this kid in my movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nothing, so so huh? this has, you know, we, we can't always resort to Rotten Tomatoes, but 52 with the critics and 74 with the audience. I think that's very gracious. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> I would say watch it, but if you haven't watched the way back, watch that first. But they're completely different. Why do you need to watch The Way Back? You're just plugging The Way Back because you love it. Because it's it, been a fleck in both of them. Yeah, but it's not one of he's a drunk, and the other one is he's a bartender, but not well, he's a little bit of a drunk. But not like yeah. abusive. He's a loving character. Mm-hmm. It's one of his better performances in this. Okay. I mean, it's light. Don't look for any deep meaning here. And like you said, this story could kind of be about anybody. But it's told, I thought, in a fun way. You know, it takes place basically in the the early 70s. And then they, my problem is this. I liked him as a little kid more than I did as like a a college kid played by Ty Sheridan. He was terrible. Can I just go on the record? Ty Sheridan is kind of a zero. He's one of those actors where you go, really, dude? Yeah, he must have an uncle that works at at, uh, Amazon or something. He did that movie. Was it Mud? Oh, Mud was good. Right. He was probably what? 15 years old when he did He was that. very young in that, you know, with McConaughey. That's where right. he got started. But I just feel like he's a nothing. Christopher Lloyd is in this. He's fine. He's awesome. He's, I think he's good. You know, he's got a fun grandpa role. Look, at, it's enjoyable. Narrated by who, do you know? You know who. Ron Livingston. Yes. One of my favorite people ever. So, yeah. it, But also it's like you're going to narrate every 20 minutes. You're going to narrate one minute. It's not like How I Met Your Mother where there's just a narrator driving the whole plot. It was like, oh, I forgot there was a narrator. I didn't like a lot of things about it. Apparently, it's based on a book Yeah, that was good. Look, but... I get it, man. I'm not arguing with anything you're saying. I believe you're right, okay? I just thought it was more enjoyable than you did. I liked the light performances. Okay. It's a sweet movie. All right. You know what I mean? But this is your review Well, I mean, it's a 50-50. We both saw it. Yeah, but I'll let you take point. All right, you can have this one. Now, here's the problem is I've forgotten which button is which. Uh, I think it's this one. There you go. No. Aren't you doing a purge? That's a binge. What the hell's wrong with you? I'll give it a binge. It's worth watching. You're going to give it a binge now after all of that. We're all locked inside our houses once again. Yeah, it's worth watching. It's better than Tiger King. Oh, anything's like, better than Tiger King. That's freaking, that gives you brain cancer. I've seen that seven times. Love that show. Oh, God. Just fine. So are you going to say it officially? You didn't even say what it was. Oh, Tender Bar on Amazon. 
with Ben. What, how do you pronounce it? A fleck. Right? Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Who else? Ty Sheridan and Daniel Ranieri. I actually think it's a binge. Congrats. Let me hit the thing again. Again, yeah. Hooray. Hooray. Now, uh, you have something that is very hidden gem-ish, right? Yeah, not a lot of people watch this show. Right. It came out back in September, and I know you're like, don't go back to stuff. Well, I am going back to some stuff, because I found some things where I was like, I really want to talk about this, and I couldn't. So I'm reviewing stuff that I was like, I want to do this, but I couldn't, because we weren't doing the show, and now we're doing the show, so now I'm going to do it. Okay? It is The Premise. Another FX Hulu exclusive, five episodes, just about 29 to 32 minutes each, so half hour. It's an anthology series. Right? Like Black Mirror. It's Black Mirror-esque right. without the sci-fi more twinge comedy. to it. It's tackling like you know current social issues, and this was created by BJ Novak from your favorite show. I know. And he introduces all the episodes, which I don't know why, but he's very charming, I think. You like him? Well, like, yeah. you know, Hitchcock used to do that. He's very... Alfred Hitchcock presents, you know, yeah, yeah. Rod remember. Serling. That's what he think he wants to, you know, go with here. So anyway, there are five episodes. Episode one is Social Justice Sex Tape. Two is Moment of Silence. Three, The Ballad of Jesse Wheeler. Four, The Commentator. It's The Commenter. Five, and five is the reason we're reviewing this, Butt Plug. Oh, yeah. Did you watch Butt yeah, Plug? Yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. The only reason I'm talking about this is because of the fifth and final episode. Yeah, that was, that was pretty. Well, number but, one was good, but yeah, five was by far no, the No, I thought two and five were the only reasons to watch this. Okay. I thought social justice sex tape was kind of stupid. It was light and whatever, and uh, the other ones were kind of throwaways. Moment of silence with uh, John Bernthal was kind of shocking. But it all comes down to butt plug. I would say this, people. Just watch this one episode and get back to us and let you know what you thought of it. Because it stars your buddy who you loved in Escape from Dan Amora, Eric Lang. Yeah. Yeah. If you even remotely liked Black Mirror, you have to watch this. And it doesn't matter what order. I, I guess so. Start with five, you know. You only need to watch five. I feel like, you know, the other ones you can if you want, but I would just say five and two. Moment of silence and butt plug. All right. I'm not a big John Barenthal fan, but yeah. I mean, uh, the whole setup of the show, the way that they do it, the premises are different than anything we've seen for a while besides what you just said, Hitchcock and Twilight Zone and Black Mirror. So it's different than anything else that's on right now. Correct, but it's not way out, though. It's not, like, sci-fi. You know what I no. mean? This is terrible reviews, though. Terrible. And Rotten Tomatoes. Really? 42% with the critics, 52% with the audience. I think they didn't wow. get to episode five. I think people bailed early on off the sex tape one. They're like, this is stupid. Like I said, everyone's got a half an hour. Everyone can watch Butt Plug. There you I'm go, saying folks. Binge butt plug. If if, <laughs> if, if Demo said that once, he said it a hundred times. Here we go. So again, I want to make clear: it's the premise, not butt plug. 
That's the episode I want you to watch of the yeah. premise on FX Hulu, basically Hulu. It's good. I agree with you. Okay, cool. Up next, something I've been telling everyone about in real life, which is a Hulu series. Hulu. What's yeah, going on? I'm a on? Hulu guy now, man. Yeah. I, I canceled my Netflix. No, not really, but Hulu's got some great stuff. And so does Paramount Plus, which we'll get to in another episode, I'm sure. But Well, I got news for you. Oh, you my one. next review is a Hulu thing as well. Oh. So apparently it's a Hulu night. Who knew? Yeah, I guess. Well, this is a show called Dope Sick. Have you seen it? No. I know it has Michael Keaton. That's all I know. And it's about prescription drugs. Yeah, specifically it's about the opioid crisis and how it got started. And, you know, people put... Purdue Pharmaceutical at the at the uh, heart of it and the Sackler family. No names were changed in it. None. Oh, cool. Good. They, they played. They had a bunch of actors just playing the actual Sackler family, which I don't know how they got away with that. But it's got Peter Sarsgaard, which uh, real quick. One of my favorite SNL sketches was the Peter Sarsgaard Sarsgaard, which was just a face mask that we've all been wearing for the last two years. It's also got Michael Stolberg, who plays one of the Sacklers. I thought it was Joaquin Phoenix in like a fat suit. He's very good, very, very creepy. And he's the one who's pushing all these salespeople, these uh, pharmaceutical reps to go out and tell doctors Oxycontin is the whole like drug that they're pushing. He says, number one, it's not addictive, which in 2022 we know isn't true. Uh, number two, people have to keep upping their dosage and it's fine. And there's breakthrough pain, all this stuff that I heard about a long time ago from people that, you know, had issues with substances and stuff. And they're like, yeah, well, my doctor's giving it to me. How bad can it be? And the whole reason was because their salespeople were so good and told them all this misinformation. Can I tell you what I think the real cause of the opioid epidemic is? Sure. Hot chicks. Um, you want to know why? Yes. Because that's. <laughs> who sells the pharmaceuticals to the doctors. Oh, yeah, yeah. That They address that, too. They do? Yeah. Okay, because anytime... Look it. I've met some beautiful women. Not, you know, I've met some beautiful women. No, I mean, I've come on, across some beautiful women. Or? No, in real life. And guess what they were all going to become? Pharmaceutical reps. Yeah. And I get it. If I'm a doctor and I'm like, I'm at the hospital and I'm surrounded by sick people. and What a drag. Yeah, I'm a doctor and I'm making big money and whatever. But, you know, working in a hospital can be a drag. Sure. Guess what? On Thursday, Susan's coming in. I'm excited because Susan's hot. I'm going to take whatever she's selling. Well, no? part, well, part, yeah, part of it's that. And part of it is they would give them these studies and be like, here's a study that shows it's not addictive. And then it turns out, oh, our company did the study. It's like, okay, well, there's a little bit of conflict of interest there, but... It goes into pretty good detail. Michael Keaton crushes this thing. He's so good. Caitlin Deaver is in it. She's amazing. I see Rosario Dawson's in it as well. And she's great. Those are kind of the three main people. And then there's the the guy and the girl that are pharmaceutical reps that are pushing all this stuff. And they're like, they invented the pain chart. You know, here's point at the face that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hmm. well, if you're providing doctors with diagnostic tools, and then saying, well, the only thing that'll solve it is an opiate. I'm like a nine or a 10. It's like, oh, we got right. the thing for you. Well, they say, like, yeah, someone who's an actual drug addict, they're like 11. They're, I'm an 11. It's like, yeah, 
you know, that means you want pills usually, but they were like, sure, give them out here. This lady's going to come buy me lunch if I sell enough of these things or prescribe enough of them. And it was not a feel good show. It's depressing. Not going to give anything away, but how uh, many episodes? I think it's nine. You should know these things if you're going to well, be on I, point on this. You know, man. I know everything else, but not okay. this. All it's right. eight or nine. Okay, fine. I fine. would have watched 12 of them if there was, but anyway, dope sick. Eight episodes. Okay. By the way, they started pushing all these drugs, these opiates. I mean, this was back in like the early 90s, I think. And if you think about like when I was in high school, like I had never seen Vicodin before. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, everyone goes to the dentist and gets a 30-day supply of Vicodin. It's like, hmm. It's odd. I remember Percocet was the thing to get. That was I never the got one. that, though. I never, and when I had my wisdom teeth out, they're like, oh, get the Percocet. And I'm like, okay, no. They gave me they gave me like children's <laughs> Tylenol. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? I want the Percocet. Yeah. By the way, when I got my wisdom teeth out, oh, my God. I got the gas. Get the gas. Always you, get you, the gas. Did you just ask for it? No, they just gave it to me. I didn't even ask for it. And they couldn't yeah. shut me up. I was like, this, it's like being clean drunk. I don't know if that makes any <laughs> sense. I mean, like quaaludes or something. I loved everybody. They literally had to go, hey, we're glad you're enjoying this, but we need you to, you know, shut up so we can like pull your teeth out. You didn't care, dude. You're like, yeah, pull them out, man. Do what you got to do. As long as I got the gas. Right. Just saying, fantastic. That's the only time I had it. I'm not on the hunt for nitrous oxide, you know. I'm not like, you know, hey, man, where can I get some nitro or whatever? They, I don't know what they call it on the street. It's called laughing gas. I didn't get the Percocet that I wanted in the back end, but I got the gas in the front end. Yeah. Yahoo. I had dental surgery like 10 years ago and they gave me like 10 Vicodin. Uh-huh. But the last two times I went, they were just, yeah, here's some Tylenol. It's like, oh, because you're going to, now they're really looking at it. And it's, it's getting better. I think the whole uh, epidemic of, and, but they pushed it in small towns. Yeah. But I got a bone to pick with this because I'm suffering from this now. Okay. This whole, we're not going to sell this anymore. Okay. I get bad coughs. I get these coughs. I can't, I need prescription cough medicine to cure it with, um, with the codeine. Got it. So good. Back in the day, I bowled like a 220 on this stuff. <laughs> Wow. It was great. I mean, I, I was sick. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, take some codeine cough medicine and, and trip out. I had to take it because I had to bowl. I was in a league, right? And I had this horrible <laughs> freaking cough. So I took my, my, you know, my cough syrup with codeine and man, whew, my bowling was on point. Isn't what the uh, the rappers call uh, purple drink? They mix codeine and... Uh... Well, that's the thing. Just the other day, I go to my doctor and I'm like, look, I got this bad cough. I need this. And I said, the stuff I have has expired. I still have half a bottle, but it's not doing anything. And the doctor goes, good luck. I could prescribe it for you, but uh, no pharmacy carries it anymore right. because it's being used, you know, by drug addicts. Well, they, And I'm they like, make... do tell. They, they make, um, we're going really into the weeds here, but they make this stuff called crocodile out of it, uh-huh. out of the cough syrup with codeine in it. Right. And they cook with like bleach and whatever else. All They cook everything else except for the codeine, which is an opiate as well. But I don't know why I know Did you that. have a robo trip? Yeah. One I time. have. By Thought accident. I was dying. By accident. So it's one of those things where I had a bad cough, you know, and I'm going to see uh, Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, the first one. Right, I'm going with my friend, and I don't want to be that a-hole in the theater coughing all the time. So I went to Rite Aid. I got myself some extra-strength Robitussin, 
and I think I accidentally downed like maybe three fourths to half the bottle. Oh no, too much. I didn't. know. I was like, I, I was like, I don't want to be the coughing guy. I don't want to be that guy. I hate that guy. Right. Right. And the theater wasn't that busy. It was like I think we went to like a midnight show or something at the Chinese. But I'm sitting down <laughs> and I'm just like, this is the greatest movie. I'd already seen it. I was seeing it a second time. This is the greatest movie ever. Like I felt like I was floating. I was like, but I hadn't really gotten up yet, you know? So the movie ends. It's a long movie. I get up, I fall right over, I cannot walk, and my friend had to like drag me out of the theater. Yeah. It ruins your equilibrium and stuff if you take that. I was messed. Yeah. Just wrecked. And it was by accident. And I never I never like, oh, I gotta try this again. I was a one and done, and I didn't do it on purpose, but I have robo-tripped for the record. Yeah. Okay. I had a friend in college who did that on purpose, and he ended up falling down this long stairway of not concrete stairs, but like masonry brick, like the ones that aren't even squares, you know, like the really sharp ones that people put in their backyard. Yeah. Falling the whole way down them. Ooh. I don't know. Stay in school, kids. Don't do drugs, I yeah. guess, was what we're getting at. Exactly. And, uh, and watch Dope Sick. Watch Dope Sick. It's a binge. And that is streaming on Hulu. Right. Speaking of Hulu, I have another show. Okay, now this is a limited series. It premiered in 2020, so it's a little old. My girlfriend recommended it. I was like, Ugh. I don't know. It's a relationship thing. I don't know. It's 12 episodes. They run 23 to 34 minutes each, and it is called Normal People. And I'm going to say this right now. This is probably the best thing I've watched in our absence. Wow, really? Yeah, I really... That's a strong statement. I really enjoyed this. Now, don't expect anything crazy. There's no laser blasts in it. There's no shocking twists. It's just... The relationship of two young people that live in Ireland. Oh, do they have accents? They have accents. You might want to put the captions on. You might. But it's in English, though. It's in English. Yes, they're in Ireland, you idiot. Well, they're like, oh, potato this and whatever. What are they? Sorry, go ahead. Blarney Stone and yeah, yeah, all that shit. What the hell is wrong with you, dude? Go on. Look at it. It's got a lot of sex. It's got a lot of sex in it. They are constantly boning each other in this and it's not like pornographic it's done really well and i'm not saying the reason to watch it is because of the sex but you should know going in there's going to be a lot of nakedness and a lot of a lot of sex okay and it stars daisy edgar jones and paul mescal and they're great she plays marianne and he plays connell they start off in high school and it's their relationship from high school through college and then basically getting ready to leave college and start their lives. It's a complicated relationship that they have, and uh, it's a real relationship. It's very relatable. Everything in this rings true. Okay. You know? I'll check it. If you it, feel that strongly about it, like, I'll like watch. It's based on a book from 2018 by Sally Rooney, and she co-wrote several of the episodes. Uh 91 with the critics, 93 with audiences. It's just good. You know what I mean? It's a limited series. It's 12 episodes. The story's done. I couldn't recommend this more. Now, fun fact, they dated in real life. They go through so much emotionally and physically. You're like, yeah, I can see why you guys got together. They're no longer together. 
Paul is currently dating uh, Phoebe Bridgers, the musician. You know her? Okay. Anyway. Sounds like she plays the acoustic guitar mostly, probably. She plays electric guitar. She likes to rock oh, out wow. a little bit. Okay. Anyway, they're together. I don't even know why I'm bringing that up. Just a little fun fact for you. But this is a quiet, personal, well-told relationship show. Watch it. Normal People on Hulu from 2020. I know I'm going back a little ways. This is a major, major binge. Okay, so we're doing five tonight because it's been a while, right? Yeah. You got something else? We're going way longer than normal, but hey, people haven't heard us in a while. So I think tonight's the night to uh, get it out there. I love hidden gems. Yes, you do. That's uh, that's why we do the show, yes. Demo. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one you haven't heard of. Okay. Queen pins. Nope. Like king pins, but it's, you know, with women. Okay. This is based on a true story. It stars Kristen Bell who not only is this nice, is a movie it's a movie yeah okay and uh it's on look amazon. what it's on it's saying it's on hulu you watch it on amazon i think so okay well right now it's saying watch on hulu actually you know what i think i watched it on roku tv really? no i'm serious we'll have to figure that out later that's a whole other whole other thing i don't know what stuff's even it's, there's stuff on tubi yeah it's like Pluto. i don't know yeah I right. know. I don't Come know on. what anything chassis. There's stuff on whatever, whatever it's on. It's called Queen Pens. You can find it if you have a smart TV. It is available on both Hulu and Amazon, but only with an additional subscription to Showtime. However, you can watch it on Paramount Plus with a standard subscription. Uh, Kristen Bell is not only nice to look at, but she's like, the... oh, time out, what? time out, baby Rexel, Rexall, whatever. The musician, she's in it? Yeah. Nice. Not uh, as a huge character, but yeah. She's oh, no. It. She's got second billing on my computer. On IMDb? Yeah. Okay, here's seventh billing. Ben Seidel as man in line. Uh, All you right, know, fine, you know, fine, so, fine. Okay, fine. You know I'm just saying what, what's showing up. You know who's not mentioned in the uh, top cast section of IMDb? Vince Vaughn. I see. Yes. Crush. He's the funniest I've ever seen him. And there's a line. I'm going to mess it up, but... There's a line. Oh, wait, one more thing. Paul Walter Hauser. Oh, yeah. He was in the Tim Robinson thing. He was very funny. He's a He's great comedian. He's in Cobra Kai. He's in Cobra Kai as Stingray. He's a great comedic actor. Um, By the way, you know what he's also really good in? Side note, Cruella, which was very good. Did you watch Cruella? Why would I watch? With Emma Cru Stone? Yeah, the 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. I know. It sounds crazy. No, I don't have children, so no. I, 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 it's for adults, man. It's for adults. It was good. It was a good movie. It has a great soundtrack. I mean, it's a little predictable, but anyway, mm -hmm. he's in it. Cruella. It's a binge. Sorry. Just keep I'm going. I'm not going to hit the thing for I that. know. Move on. Here's the thing uh, that I loved about it. Vince Vaughn and Paul Walter Hauser playing against each other is the best buddy cop thing i've seen since like bad boys it is so perfect and there's one scene where so vince vaughn plays a postal inspector who apparently is like the fbi of the postal service and uh paul walter hauser says well what does that mean you, you carry the mail and he goes no i carry a gun ken i solve crimes and then he just shakes his head <laughs> i'm not doing it justice on audio but Anyway, it's super funny. Kristen Bell is just absolutely adorable. 
and uh, it's good. I was shocked at how good it was. Joe McHale, Leslie Jones, Stephen Root, Paul Rust, Jack McBriar. Yeah. Wow. Big cast. And uh, have you ever heard of it until I just mentioned it? No. Okay. Queen Pins, never. Did this get a theatrical release? No. no. I don't, well. No, obviously not. I don't think so. It got a very limited theatrical release. Queen Pins, my hidden gem of the year so far. It's a binge. I wanted to make some changes, not huge changes, but I want more audience involvement. If you're a listener, we want you to send us voice messages. Now, a lot of people, when we do our specials, you know, the binges and purges, it's like, I don't know how to do this. How can I like, look, do you have a cell phone? You have a cell phone, Joe, right? Yeah. Every person walking on this planet has a freaking cell phone, okay? You open it up, and whether you're on an iPhone or an Android. <laughs> you, you open it up. He's I'm telling you, you open up your phone. phone. You turn it up. Phone. Whatever. You open, open the, it's the screen, right? All right. You have an app that says voice memos. You're going to click on that. You're going to hit record, and you're going to speak into it. And then you're going to hit stop, and then you're going to hit share, and you are going to email it to us at bingeorpurgepodcast at gmail.com. And you're going to say whatever you want. You're going to say, oh, my God, you guys were so wrong about butt plug. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. Or like, you know, Joe's out of his mind as usual. We just want more interaction. And don't you want to hear your voice? Don't you have an ego and go, hey, that's my voice on there. Cool, right? Don't write us anymore. You can, and we'll, we'll maybe read something. But we really want your voice. We will play it on air, and we'll have fun with it. And we just want some more input. Like I said, tell us what you love. Tell us what you hate. Don't watch this. Watch this. Just You can say whatever you want. We just want more of you guys. Agreed. And we also, you know, we have Instagram and Facebook. Just, you know, Google Binge or Purge Podcast. You can get all of us. I, Demo's cell phone number probably comes up if you Google it. Just find us. Talk to us. But the key is the voice memo app on your phone Use it. It's simple, okay? Because we want the voice, and we want it clean so we can play it on air. That's what we want. And you can do it. You have the technology. Every one of you listening can do it. I tried using Google, blah, blah, blah. No, just use the thing on your phone. Ugh. It's so simple. All right, so get a hold of us, preferably with a uh, voicemail message or something. You know who's really good at that? Uh, do you ever listen to Theo Vaughn's podcast? Occasionally. He always has like uh, voicemails and he plays them. Yeah. It actually brings a lot to it. So I guess that's what you're getting at. It would be cool to have people talk and we can comment and respond. Look, I already know one listener that we're having an argument about a show I'm going to review next week. Complete opposite sides on this show. I'd love him to go, you're so wrong, blah, 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 blah. Don't send me a text later after the episode and go, hey, I really agreed with this or that, send a voice message and then we'll play it. This is an ongoing thing. It's not like, oh, we already talked about that. No, we're open to discussing shows you've already reviewed that you want to give your input on. You know? Yeah, I'm into that. Please cool. do it. All right. Uh, what are you looking forward to? By the time this is airing, I'm pretty sure season four of Ozark will be out on Netflix. The first half of season the four. The first half of season four. It's been split in two because they want to milk it. 
Uh, the trailer's out. Looks fantastic. I mean, who, who's not going to watch this, right? Everyone that watches right. Ozark, no one's like all of a sudden, well, I bailed on Ozark. You know what I mean? If you're watching Ozark, you're finishing Ozark. So I'm right. majorly looking forward to that. There's another show coming out, I think in February, that I'm just teasing, and I'm going to do a monster review of this show. It's its sixth and final season. I've never mentioned it once on this podcast. I'm going to go big on it, and that's coming out in February. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. You haven't actually even told me what it is, so I'm, I'm looking not going to tell you what it is. All right, I'll fine. wait. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this Owen Wilson movie that is probably going to be pretty cheesy uh, called Marry Me. It's coming out on Netflix. With uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, and it comes out closer to Valentine's Day, but I think he's absolutely wonderful. So Now, you don't watch Marvel stuff, so no. you didn't watch Loki, right? Yeah, I know what it is, but no. But that was all Owen Wilson. I don't know why you didn't watch it. If you say well, you love was... Owen Wilson, how did you not watch Loki? Was it a comedy? He's funny in it. I thought that was a Tom Hiddleston vehicle. It is, but, you know, the supporting player, the co-star, for the most part, is Owen Wilson. I didn't know that. I know you didn't know that because, you know, the second I say Marvel, you go, I'm out, I'm going to go outside and have a cigarette. And I'm saying there are (laughs) things that you could enjoy if you gave it a shot. Okay. Owen Wilson right there. And he's very good in it. I didn't care for the show personally, but, you know, if you're an Owen Wilson fan, I don't know why you wouldn't watch Loki. All right, got it. Um, I honestly can't remember all of our email and Twitter and all that other stuff, but please look us up, get a hold of us. I like can. Us Twitter at Binger Purge, Instagram at Binger Purge Podcast, email us at Binger Purge Podcast at gmail.com. Obviously, we're on YouTube. You can just search that. I, you know, throw out that there. That's a big pain in the butt to put together, but I do it anyway because you know what? You have to. I like those pictures. Who does that? Is that you that does that or someone who listens with all the... That is one of our listeners, John Fiorella. He makes those montage uh, Photoshop uh, monstrosities that are hilarious. The ones that I've never been in. Well, he doesn't have any photos of you. I think you're in one of them. Yeah. I can connect you. You can send him all your you know beauty shots from no, your thanks. glamour studios that you get done. No, thanks. Hey, look, man, I've missed you a lot, even though I've seen you a couple times. I have seen pers- you a couple times. And we look at each other. We go, are we going to do this anymore? It's like, I don't know. Hey, Joe, are we going to do this again? Joe, are you there? Where are you, Joe? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was out of town for a while. Yeah. Incarcerated. You were incarcerated. Yeah. I had to take care of my mom for five months. Look at 2021 was a wash for us. Yeah. I think we did four or five episodes. But, you know, it's 2022, folks, and we're back. We're back, and, uh, you know, we've missed Jess as well. I'm sorry. What? And most importantly, we've missed um, hearing from people who listen to this, all four of them. So. Right. Let's do a recap of what we uh, what we reviewed before we go. Okay. You want me to do it? I'll do it. Okay. The Tender Bar, starring Ben Affleck, streaming on Amazon. Joe was a light binge. I say it's enjoyable enough, so it's a binge. Then we had what? The premise. The premise. Yes, the premise. Novak. Which I said is a binge. Episode five, butt plug. That's what you got to watch. You can watch the others if you want, but you really just need to watch butt plug. (laughs) Okay. I hope we can like capture some of these to put on these other button things here. Butt plug. Yeah. All right. Uh, Number three, Dope Sick on Hulu. Absolute binge. Right. With Michael Keaton. Yep. yep. And Caitlin Deaver is great. Uh, keep going. Normal people on Hulu again. My favorite thing that I watched during our hiatus, 
major binge. And finally, uh, Vince Vaughn, uh, Paul Walter Hauser, uh, other people. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, of course, was kind of the main character. Queen pins on a couple of different things. Also a binge. Did we do five binges tonight? We did. Wow. I know. That's a new record. It is. Well, I think we want to go with things that people can enjoy. You know, let's not hit him with like, oh, thanks for listening. Here's a whole bunch of stuff not to watch. Right. Right. Let's get out of here, man. As always, we want to thank Jess the Facts. You can follow Jess the Facts on Instagram at the Jesse Greer. That's Jesse with a Y. So for Joe Taylor, my name is Demo. This has been Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. Holy cow. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>